Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Deranged Penguin Podcast. We're coming to you again. We had some feedback last week. We posted three episodes. Uh, like, they were in the backlog. Uh, you know, whatever uh, whatever you want to call it. it just, they were in the can. There's no physical can they were in. They were just recorded separately in all the files, the digital files that there were scattered about my computer. In the box. Yeah, we posted them on the internet. People listened to them. Uh, the feedback that I saw was uh, bonus points to Gina for saying butt amoeba. Thank you. So there you go. Oh, yeah. Gina's <laughs> winning bonus point uh, race. Uh, and then that was not my experience going to St. Louis, but I will continue listening. Those are the two things we listened What to. was their experience? Uh, they didn't elaborate. Did they? Mm. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, we talked about going to St. Louis to and fro. Those are some good ones. Some weird audio in those. I mean, I do apologize. Uh, like one, we just had like a screaming kid. We were recording in a hotel room. And then another one where there was just like a hiss that I didn't hear while we were recording, but I heard while editing it later. So that whatever. The perils the of recording showed on up. the road. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that, those are the things we talked about past couple of weeks. Uh, but we had sort of, you know, like an adventurous couple weeks. Uh, Dell, you know, trying to be topical, I think. He was like, you know what? Let me try this COVID out. Everybody's talking about it. Let me see what's up Is with it. Is that true, yeah. Dell? Of course. You You're know, so trendy. I'm, I know. Got to follow the trends. I was like, I was doing research, you know. I was like, well, let's find out how this actually feels, you know. Yeah. So, so did you let someone cough direct, directly yeah. in your mouth or how did around, you decide? Yeah. Went around asking people to cough on me. No, actually, I think what happened was the dude in the bathroom that was coming out of the bathroom when I was going in at the bar that we were playing a gig at in Mobile uh, lifted up his nose to me and said, hey, man, he just finished doing cocaine. Hey, man, do mm-hmm. I have anything on my nose? And you, and know, you got in real close breathed, to check. Of course. You know, looked, uh, you know. Took a sniff myself off yeah. his nose. And, yeah, you know, finish and, that up. Uh, yeah, I clean that up. For I think you, that's how word. I think that's how a lot of people are getting it right now. Is yeah, I think so. Finishing other people's <laughs> nose cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> but if the, if you want to take that as the general attitude of people at that bar in Mobile, that's how I got COVID. Was there I, without a doubt? Um, I came back from that one being like, okay, it's fucking time to get. It's time to get the vaccine, and I just. I just pushed it too long. <laughs> but I'm yeah. going to blame not having AC for two weeks because that kind of pre- was preoccupying my mind space for, you know, uh, on top well, of Well, if you were else. sweating a lot, it probably got all your, your orify just nice and primed and yeah, like, well, yeah. ready, to, ready to, accept to accept some virus. Um, speaking of AC, I think your AC is like slowly dying or something, man. And it, yeah, we're feeling like you over here. Yeah, I was like, man, what's, what's up with this? You know? It feels great now. We got it. Brand new unit. <laughs> Put it on sixty one. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah. Um So yeah. how long were you sick? Well, I I had um I don't that's a weird question because I guess yeah, do I do you know could I could make like the, the case that I still are. am feeling the effects of it, but I'm not I shouldn't be contagious anymore. I I woke up uh the first night coughing. And uh, then that morning, the next morning, I woke up. I was like, I I have fever. I can tell I'm not going to work. And so Sarah went to work, uh, brought me a 
we didn't have a thermometer because I dropped ours in the toilet a while ago and just threw it away. And I was like, I'll get another one later. Uh, <laughs> so we went and got all they had were head forehead thermometers. And when she brought it to me, I took my temperature. It was set 106.7 or something like that. Jeez. Oh, and I was like, what the hell? So uh, that was like the first full day. And then it went down to about 104, and then it went down to like 100. But I never felt like uh, that. It was stayed at 100 for like four days, and then I had Sarah go get, or I ordered from Amazon a under the tongue thermometer because I was like, I don't feel like I have fever. Yeah, you know, and I never felt like I had that bad of fever. Like I've had 104 degree fever in. Yeah, you get kind of delirious a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'd never felt like that. I, I was always pretty cognizant and aware. And uh, so the the under the tongue came, and I met took my temperature. I was like ninety eight, hmm. and I took my forehead, and it said a hundred. And so I don't really know how far off it was. I well, I but I had other people. I I did it on other people, and it registered right on other people. So just like my head was hot. Yeah. <laughs> But a local fever. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I asked the doctor about it, and he's yes. like, I've never heard of that. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Maybe, so, see, uh, maybe you're delirious and you didn't know where you were measuring. I'm measuring <laughs> under my tongue. He's like, Not you have head. that on the floor, <laughs> buddy. What are you doing? <laughs> maybe. But uh, anyway, so I had fever. I think I had fever for like three days. And I had a very sm- slight cough, but I would have really strong headache and body ache. Like was it a lower cute back. Cough? Were you like, <laughs> like that? Was it a cute cough? Yeah, it was very adorable. Yeah, like, oh, <laughs> adorable. look at this guy dying of COVID. Uh, um, dry, you know, no, no congestion or anything. And then I was just tired, and about once a day I would just be like, I'm falling asleep. I had an ox oximeter, oximeter. I don't know what you call it, but uh, my sat levels never yeah. dropped. And uh, I have a parking lot item for that. Can we put that in parking lot? Remember, I don't know what that means. Yeah, no, it's (laughs) douche douche (laughs) to say, but I'll say it. Uh, You just got something to say now? No, 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 once you finish your story, I'm going to come back to that. Yeah, because we don't Um, know what that means, Adam. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And they confused us. (laughs) Yeah. I'm thinking about my car. So I didn't have AC for the first week while I was in isolation, except a, a window unit that I had just happened to install the Tuesday. Right yeah, because we were staying at my parents' house, Hashtag and we were just we were tired of that. And yep, went and uh, I bought that Tuesday and <laughs> uh, installed that AC, and and so we so we could sleep at our house at least and stay there, you know, and. Uh, so then you were that night is when I woke, woke up coughing and the AC was like facing me and kind of blowing on me. So I thought maybe it was just that yeah, the yeah, air, yeah. cold air making me cough. It wasn't. Uh, but so for the first week, I just basically stay, did not leave that room. You know, I'd get up to get something out of the refrigerator and go right back to the room. And uh, so I didn't know really how much fatigue I had until they came and fixed the AC and I was like, okay, I'm going to get rid of the window unit. I took the window unit out and I'm going to go do this other stuff vacuum and do some laundry and stuff. And I got the window unit out and I was like, <laughs> I got, I'm done. 
<laughs> gotta go back to bed. So mostly it was just fatigue. After about a week, it was just being tired. And uh, that that was it. And then towards the end, for whatever reason, my cough got... I didn't have a cough at all for days. And then it came back like day 13 and it's kind of lingering. Uh, but yeah, that's, you can kind of hear it in your voice. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. mean, well, I guess it's good that you didn't die, right? That's number one, right? Yeah. And so I tell my kids all the time, I'm like, you know what the number one rule is? Don't die. That's right. number one. We're going to go to this park, the store, whatever. Don't die. Nobody die. Number two, nobody get hurt, right? Yeah. And then it kind of goes there. So I'm glad that you're not dead. That's yeah. But you did, did break have, rule number two. <laughs> I did, yeah. And day 12, I there were two times that day where I would like, take a breath and feel like I couldn't get a full breath. And that, you know, I had an oximeter and my sats didn't drop, but I, but yeah, I was like, I never felt like out of breath. It was never like worrisome. Cause yeah. I've had that before. Like I've had it where I felt like I can't catch, can't get a full tank of air and my yawns like would just fizzle out. Mm -hmm. Um, and that happened twice that day that day and that that was like okay well shoot i gotta watch this and really pay attention but that was it yeah. so uh well can i can i get to the parking lot real quick okay go go to your parking lot or however uh, you do one, that and i think it's an oximeter and okay. also that reminds me because gina made me get uh an apple watch now so i got an apple watch um and it didn't work today because she texted me and i didn't get it because i was typing yeah failure furiously. return that uh, but I, you know, one of the watch faces it has a, a tachymeter, right? Or what looks like to me a tachymeter, and right. uh, you know, I was just thinking about that. I learned how to use a tachymeter or a tachymeter, and man, is that stupid! Uh, what a waste of everybody's time! I thought. Uh, what does a tachymeter do? Uh, it, you know, it just you can measure so speed like or stopwatch? distance. It's basically a fancy stopwatch, right? Okay. Like it, it, like so, if you're like, you know what? I want to see like how fast I'm going. And so you start it as you hit the mile marker and you keep driving, you get to the next one and you're like, ah, well that I am going. And it, it kind of measures, tells you, well, you've gone 38 units per hour. You do a little math. It's good apparently for nautical people, right? So if you're yeah. out there, not nodding. If you're a nautical kind of person, you're like, well, I can figure out how far I've gone or we've gone on this boat because we've gone like i don't know eight knots per hour whatever you you get what i'm saying anyway um but i was i was saying that i, I was trying to say tachymeter and i said it to somebody who's like oh yeah i have a tachymeter and i yeah he was kind of making fun of me for almost saying tachymeter so anyway hmm. it's like it a sounds thermometer. like it's a tachymeter well like a thermometer is a thermometer i don't know why right. we don't just call it a thermometer that sounds better that's how i used to say it when i was a kid I'm going to use the thermometer, and it's, yeah, it's a thermometer. <laughs> sounds stupid. sounds pretentious. Anyway, that's what I had to say about that. Yeah. Intriguing. <laughs> <laughs> Back to COVID. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have many burning questions. I'm uh -huh. sure our listeners do, too. I mean, as we know, and we celebrated on the show, your wife is expecting were mm -hmm. she, is she okay? Were you guys freaked out when you found out that you were sick? Yes, go? I I was freaked out. Sarah 
it very much wants to be like a caretaker and helper and all that and uh so she would like come over and and come in and then like i don't know day three or four she like comes in the room with gloves and a mask on and like starts cleaning up like <laughs> all around me like kate taking the trash that i have and and whatever i was like what are you doing <laughs> Get the hell out of here. Yeah. You need to not be around me. You yeah. know, like this is serious. I yeah. said, if not for you, for the baby, like think about that. Like, you know, I don't know how it's affecting things. And so then I spun out and started doing tons of research on pregnancy and, and having COVID and, you know, the ones who get it and end Increased up risks know, and everything with with symptoms yeah like half don't have symptoms or asymptomatic or something like that but uh the ones that do have it real bad usually and yeah. i was like this is not you know i wasn't as worried for the baby to be because what i've read said that it's highly unlikely that it passes to the to the baby yeah but uh but for the for her health you know and when i started reading about if you get bad symptoms that it could do permanent damage, like permanent brain damage, permanent lung damage, permanent heart damage. I was like, this is not something like I already have this and I might be scarred for life for it. You know, like hey. you don't need to sacrifice yourself in any way to and take a chance on getting it too. So, yeah, that's it's definitely scary. Yeah, the scarred for life comment. I was that was my next question. Are, are you worried at all about? I've been reading about long COVID and people having just long lasting symptoms and hopefully you don't have that, but what have you thought about that so far? Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I could be real worried about a lot of things, you know, about, about it. Um, and you know, I had my freak out moments throughout the sickness. Um, I feel okay now. I, I, I'm still a little lethargic <coughs> and so I have to be kind of, uh, slow, I think, to, uh, it, it's going to be a slow come down back to like normal, whatever. Right. But my, my aunt sent me, because she's thoughtless, sent me this article about this guy in Gluckstadt, Mississippi, uh, like 30 in his mid thirties who got COVID. And then three weeks later got blood clots in his leg and had to have Jeez. his leg amputated. So she was going know. for the comforting approach. Right. Yeah. And she's like, oh, geez, Dill, I'm so glad that <laughs> you, you don't worried have about this. real bad weeks. symptoms. And I was yeah. like, how do you know? Like, it doesn't like. So, yeah. The thing is, is like, I might. We don't know because it hasn't been 30 years. We're all like sub test subjects now in some yeah. way. But uh, I can't change what happened. I wish I could. I wish I'd, I'd done it. Uh, gotten the vaccine uh you know it's funny before we came to see y'all there was like it was like done it was over and there was like rumors of the delta variant and then we got back and it was like just bam you know and i uh should have reacted faster but i do think that like not having a like having other things tons of other things it just wasn't something i thought about until it was too late and um so it's what it is. So I, I'm not a big, I'm pretty good about not worrying about the things I can't really help at this point, you know? Yeah. 
uh, deal with it as it as it comes if it comes uh, but yeah it sucks <laughs> the and idea it, of of it sucks yeah i mean you know like is it, if you had to have that that story arc there right like i you know i was kind of skeptical and i wasn't i, I didn't i didn't prioritize getting the vaccination as you know uh as high as maybe i should have looking back on it after the fact right i mean some people had that realization on their deathbed, right? And there's right. a bunch of stories like that. They're holding on to the nurse and like, you know, I want the vaccine. And they're like, it's too late, buddy. I'm sorry. We can't. Right. It's not it. So, I mean, you know, you're fortunate. None of that stuff happened. And, and yeah, I'm not saying that it gets you, uh, it's your fault, that kind of thing. Because I think everybody was like, well, the danger has passed. We were talking. We had like four shows where we said, well, as the world kind of opens up a little bit, like, you know, like we're post-pandemic kind of deal at least the the surge it was all going to be like there's delta variant but who's getting it everybody should mask it's not quite over but you know it's uh you know we're like in a different point where nobody's freaking out and now it's kind of weird as you're saying it's back all over again yeah the deaths are higher than they were when we uh you know we're first encounter it it does kind of feel the way it came on last year where we were hearing about it and i was like yeah it sounds like a cold or a flu i mean i don't i don't know exactly what it means for anyone but i'm not afraid and it went from that to suddenly like pandemic what the whole world it was may 2020 (laughs) we were trying to see they'll get hitched and uh and like i was reading i was like man the people are dying they're they can't in like uh, in Italy, they can't you know get anybody to remove the bodies from some of these houses because nobody wants to get infected. They don't know what's causing it, how it's just all the stuff. It was kind of freak out mode. Um, and then literally, as we returned back from that trip, uh, things were like shutting down behind us. It was like boom, boom. Yeah. our work was like uh, we might be exploring the possibility of uh, some people working from home and other people not, and then. Like literally, as they, as we pulled into the driveway, they're like, "Everybody work from home permanently uh, until further notice." And yeah. I have not been back to work since, and that was like eighteen months ago, right? To the yeah. physical office. Yeah, which is crazy. Yeah. We couldn't have fathomed that at the no, time. Like, I didn't. it's gonna be a two years before you go back to your office. You think? Yeah, yeah. And you know, I was playing the odds on my health because I'm a health. I'm in good, pretty, fairly good shape uh, for my age, and and relatively healthy. Yeah, and figured that if I got it, I would be safe. So I was playing the odds on on that, waiting on enough evidence for the vaccine. I was never, like, skeptical of the vaccine as a cure. I just wanted to see how it played out over the over the year because I just don't like getting vaccines, period. I just, not, not, I just don't do that if I can avoid it. And, uh, you know, but there's when i was sick and had the time to sit here and read and do deep research on it finally you know in a way that i hadn't and started seeing like you know the oh it can cause permanent this and permanent this and permanent this i was like why have i not fucking heard this shit like come on like that would have been good information to know and it's my fault for not doing deep due diligence on it but yeah i mean like i said that Lest you beat yourself up about it. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, there was a lot of people saying that, but I don't imagine that you heard it the way people were saying it. Because I think we said on the show, we're like, I mean, yeah, somebody can get it. You can get, like, you know, uh, like some of these athletes are, they're getting COVID, and it 
especially affects them because they have like heart arrhythmia, uh, affects their lung capacity, and that's literally required. But some of that stuff sounds like yeah. <laughs> that's probably the way it affects an yeah. athlete yeah. or you know uh, that right. person, and yeah, yeah harder to envision. Yeah, I mean, uh, and I, I think the the other thing is like some people take comfort in those anecdotes, like uh, some family members are like, well, you know, even vaccinated people are getting it and whatever. And I'm like, yeah, but it's like, you don't really, you're right. That, that is a true ism. That, that's a true fact that you're saying, right? Some vaccinated people get it. However, uh, if you look at the aggregate numbers, it is dis- disproportionately people that are unvaccinated getting it to a greater degree. Um, and they are, like I said, suffering consequences. And, like, yeah, you, you're just rolling the dice. And, like, how many times do you want to roll that dice if you're doing it? Um, sure, it's mostly people that have, uh, uh, you know, confounding factors, right? Like, oh, they smoke or they whatever. They have compromised health. But there are some perfectly healthy people that are getting it. And, and yeah. they are ha- suffering the worst consequences. And, yeah. like, are, how many times do you want to play, you know, Russian roulette with this thing? Uh, and, you know, they don't really – they don't quite – hear those things and like i said for various reasons some of it's like i just i don't want to hear that other people i think like in your case is a little bit you're very busy and so you're trying to parse it and like what is the table like what just give me the bottom line you know i'm young i'm blah blah blah. it's probably not going to do it um yeah i mean and you were sort of right i mean up to this point that we're speaking you're okay you just had a bad couple weeks but (laughs) Yeah, and I said in that moment when you're thinking about it, when you were, uh, you know, trying to take that full breath and it, it didn't quite fill up all the way, you're like, "What have I done?" You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the one silver lining of it all is that, from what I've read, people who have natural immunity, the antibodies seem to be more resilient and able to actually evolve to protect against other variants that they come into better than. The vaccine, people who get the vaccine. Mm-hmm. So, well, I'm going to get have both. I mean, I'm going to get vaccinated <laughs> in in three months or whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, but it's so because I, I'm done. With, I'm done messing around with it now. You know, it's something that's going to keep happening. You know, yes, like yeah. it is. that's that's the thing is that I just didn't. I got caught off guard. I wasn't paying close enough attention when this resurgence happened. You know. Yeah. Because we had all been kind of lulled into it's over sort of situation. We heard about the Delta, and then I wasn't paying that much attention to it, kind of like in the background. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, everybody has it, you know? And like in the past two weeks, I probably know 40 people who've gotten it, you know? Whereas I knew maybe five people who have had COVID uh, personally, like I people I consider friends, yeah, you know, up to that point. You have a lot of friends. <laughs> <laughs> it was like approximately 75% of the 14,000 people that I know personally. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Go ahead, Gina. Well, I was going to ask, uh, I think my last question to interview you, Del, our personal COVID person. Um, uh, so I hear when you get it, it's it's kind of like when you get an STD, right? And you have to contact all your former lovers and let them know. <laughs> did, you, did you have to tell people? I, I let people, I let, so between having it, between being exposed to it and, and getting it, I was at work for a day. Um, and that's, and then I, I was at my parents' house, you know? Um, so I let my employees know, you know, 
and I let the band know because the the reason I knew that I'd been exposed to is because one of the band members messaged us Monday morning and said he had COVID, mm-hmm. you know, and so I knew to watch out for it. And so I was actually trying to be stay away from people. I was at the at work, but I was in my office. I didn't really interact with people. Um, and so the like the health department didn't make you like do any. Or they didn't do any contact tracing for you or anything like that? Mm. I mean, they called today, you know, and I don't oh, think she realized. Yeah, I don't think she realized that it had. I think she thought I still had it. That had been, it had been like a week. I was like, no, I'm already past, you know, 14 days and whatever. Um, and she was trying to do a little bit of that. You know, she's mm-hmm. like, do you work or, or, you know, at food establishments or whatever? And I was like, yes, I own a restaurant, but I... I know where I got it. I got it here. This is what happened, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, oh, she's like, oh, okay. And because nobody else in my, at none of my employees have gotten it, you know, uh, Sarah didn't get it. So, uh, yeah. So I feel, you know, I got it. A, a girl I knew that was that was there and we, you know, interacted. She got it. Band, three band members got it, you know, like yeah. within mm-hmm. in the within days of each other. So I'm pretty sure that's what that's, happened. That's what happened. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I know, uh, like one of my friends, they got it, um, and they got texted by I don't know who I actually I should ask who texted them, but they're like, yeah, I got a text, and they're like, this person had it, they tested positive, so I had to go get tested today, and then. They came back negative, so it's all good. But uh, yeah. they it was like a contact tracing kind of deal. Yeah, Mississippi um, doesn't have the resources or the intelligence. So. <laughs> We've heard about y'all. <laughs> I mean, like I said, man, look, you can't talk mess about Mississippi because you did what everybody in Mississippi is doing. <laughs> you are the cliche Mississippian. You're like, yeah, yeah, ain't getting yeah. no vaccine. On, on vaccine paper. Ain't me, ain't gonna vaccine me. Yo, back oh, my, my cold dead body, man. On and paper, then, you oh, look the exactly the same. The all all I'll say is that correlation does not equal causation. <laughs> my motives and and reasoning you, you, had nothing to do with yeah, anybody else. You else's. literally were on your bed in a cold sweat, hacking cough, like, give me the vaccine. How come no parents told me? Yeah, so selfishly, I'm scared again now. Like, I started feeling more comfortable again with this whole pandemic situation. Because, like, you know, we went through the first wave, second wave. And I was like, you know, we don't know any per- anyone personally who's gotten sick still. Yeah. Um, and it stayed that way, really, like, until <coughs> the last couple of weeks where we have really close relations, such as yourself, who have gotten sick. And right. people we know here uh, where we live. So I'm like, oh, it's getting closer it's getting closer to the bubble. Like we've, I've, yeah. we've been safe. We've managed so far not to get it, and yeah. feel just like less and less certain that it's going to be possible to maintain that. But then I'm also yeah. very stubborn. I'm like, we ain't getting it. <laughs> this is going to be over, and I will never have had it. But yeah. I know that that's not yeah, a guarantee. I mean, like I said yeah. before, I'm mostly concerned about our children, um, right? Because they're not vaccinated. But I am, you know, I say it's it's you're playing that game where you're, you know, like it's. The likelihood of them getting it even severely is low, and I think I sent out a, a, a an article. Maybe I, I'll put in the links where 
someone was talking about it was like some doctor he was he was basically explaining it why like the novel part right the novel coronavirus is what makes it dangerous because nobody's ever had it and so our reaction to it is is so severe um and and also like so our i I mentioned this on a previous podcast before is that our body's immune system kind of has a like a limit it has like you know it taps out after a while like look i can't be learning any more new whatever it's over and so um that's why vaccines are not as powerful or useful as you age and just basically you're gonna you get old and you're more vulnerable to a lot of stuff that's why you're more vulnerable to the flu you're more vulnerable to everything you're more vulnerable to i don't know falling over just you know while trying to put a new tape in your vcr when you're 85 it's just what happens um and uh so but like children because i mean yeah they have a, a weaker overall immune system but they're kind of ready to experience it they don't re- they're ready to everything they get is just like okay cool. it's new to them yeah so like if it's just in sort of in the same way that you just teach them chinese and they don't think it's com- complicated because they're like well sure ground zero whatever if this means you know eat that means eat cool that's what it means and it's not like the eighth language they got to learn when they're 45 they're like oh, i don't get that it's, it's too much i give up so um i'm hard like that keeps me from freaking out and being paranoid but i am concerned about it um you know we've been masking up yeah even though like the the guidance was Hey, if you're vaccinated, you don't have to. I thought that guidance up. was stupid when they said it. Yeah, I'm and like, now I don't that know. they're all saying maybe not. I'm like, why? Why am I the person who thought <laughs> that yeah. that didn't make sense? So, driving through the the nation as we did, right? You know, going to to Missouri and driving through, there's a lot of people. Like some people that literally told us to our face, like, there "Ain't no coronavirus in here. I don't know what you're wearing that mask for." I was like, uh, I don't know. What, what do you, you can see, you can see microscopically there, Superman. Cool, man. Let me buy my chips and just be on my way. You don't got to tell me nothing. You know, whatever. So, uh, yeah, it, I think, I think it's just, uh, it's good to be cautious. Mask up. I think those, the mask mandates, like mask up, uh, get vaccinated. Like, uh, as some of these organizations are taking steps to, to kind of enforce these rules, there's like some pushback, but I think it, it it has merit. You know what I mean? Some people start dying, they're clogging up the hospitals, uh, and I don't think people really realize that it's not necessarily because there's no beds for you. It's now when your grandma has a heart attack, she can't get right. treated because you're in there on a ventilator, you know, because you didn't get right. vaccinated or whatever the case. Or you you didn't mask up, you didn't take precautions, whatever the case is. Well, the other good silver lining is this is probably going to be the last surge and then everybody will have been exposed to it or or had it or have been vaccinated. I mean, I think, you know, based on the numbers, it's, yeah, pretty much that's the way it's going to be. So hopefully it'll continue to morph into something and, and do the normal thing as it mutates, gets weaker and becomes just like a flu, like a flu. <clears throat> Yeah, like Which the 1918 uh, and the new flu there. novel yeah, coronavirus. Get, we'll the next one, beta <laughs> virus. But the the really the really good news is that an asteroid's coming. Um, <laughs> so never Don't you get, never get mind. I mean, we got. I don't know. Like, if you grew up real religious like me, I was kind of excited about reading Revelation. Or like, oh, the end times. I was like, man, maybe check for some signs, you know. Uh, I mean, you know, I would, like the the parts that would stuck out to me because we read the King James version, 
and our church, which our church maintained, was the version, and no other translation would do. Uh, but you know, it was like there's earthquakes in diverse places, and you know this, that, all kinds of stuff. You had to get the mark of the beast, and I was, was kind of look out for the mark of the beast. Like, what is this? And we were like, oh, it's gonna be the credit card. I saw that Amazon is like they'll scan your palm, so you just kind of get it that way. You go shop around at Whole Foods, you scan your palm, and I was like, oh man, the mark of the beast is not necessarily my Apple Watch, but it's scanning your palm at yeah. Whole Foods. Who knew the Mark of the Beast would be so convenient and would get you 3% cash back? So they didn't Whole tell you Foods that. is the devil? Because I, I know yeah. someone who might agree with you. Hey, John, how come you didn't put that in Revelation, that it would get you 3% cash back? And <laughs> rewards on your Mark of the Beast card, you know? Mark of the Beast reward card. Well, I, I've read something that said, predicted that societal collapse would happen, I think, sometime in the 2030s. Sweet. And we're all, if we can get to New Zealand, that's where... We want to be because that's going to be not affected by it. Oh yeah, awesome. Well, they have a pretty cool accent, they so I'd be okay like with that. Five people in that place. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you gotta I mean, get there first. Yeah, the like the you know the I don't even know what group it is, but they're just all the scientists are like, yeah, climate change, uh, it's pretty inevitable, guys. We're uh, we're boiling up the planet, and uh, you know, like all these revelations have come out. Like Exxon was like, yeah, we knew this in 1984, and our right. internal memos. Uh, so we're pretty much on it, but we just thought we'd just make a lot of money. So there you go, guys. End times. Good, good times. These end times. What else has happened? Um, Dell, have you been reading this story? I saw it today. It's like, don't treat your family like a business. Who is the writer? Because uh, I know you were reading her books and you were getting Emily ready. Oster. Yeah, Emily Oster. She's like a PhD economist at the University of Chicago or something like that. I believe was she the one wh- whose parents recorded her like talking to herself when she was a kid, so that way they could study language development. Like she doesn't come. She's it's, this is not you know was it sui generis right like just of herself. This is she comes from a family of weird people that would study their children. So uh, okay, so there you go. But continue on. <laughs> well, she she's she wrote a book called Expecting Better that I'm reading because we're expecting and she does a lot of like like critical analysis of research that's been done on things like should you smoke should you drink while pregnant and and all that stuff and uh no no and yes it doesn't really matter um (laughs) it makes a lot of compelling points and if you know if you appreciate and know how to interpret data well, you can tell that she's done her work is pretty rigorous and and what she says makes a lot of sense. She doesn't she's not prescriptive about it. She's just saying the you data know, says this. Yeah. Right. This is or the data that we've had is 80 years old and really anecdotal and and this other data from this other place that's a little bit better actually shows this, you know, that sort of thing. But um the one thing that is uh, without question, is that smoking is bad while you're pregnant. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so she wrote this book. You sent the article, right, about this book, new book, because she, she's written a book for every stage of her children's lives, basically, of how to be the best at being a parent in that in So that would, would you say of... she's just a very sophisticated and credentialed mommy blogger? Is that basically yes. what's going on here? Yes, at this point, yes. I think expecting better was was not her opinion it was her looking at things in a new way i feel like this new this new one is like 
I look at me, I've written two successful books on raising kids and now my kids are 12. And so of course I know the best way. So I'm going to tell you how to run your kids your <laughs> lives, yeah. you know? Yeah. So condescending Adam. Mother writer. Um... <laughs> Mommy blogger. Okay. okay. Um, yeah. I think, uh, so, I mean, this latest, this latest thing, I think somebody criticized it and said, don't run your household like, like a business. Uh, it, it it did. Uh, I haven't read the book, but I read some ex- excerpts from it, and they do seem a little what's that douchey? Like, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I think it does remind me of like this kind of LinkedIn brain, right? Where people talk only like you know, like I said, key performance indicators are the only like our normal way of speaking to other human beings, and not something that you just say every day in like the business world, and then even calling it the business world which I, I sometimes do like a douche you know it, it's silly it's, it's all one world you know what i mean it's just a different aspect of your of your life and i think some people start they're so in it they start treating it like it it's very similar to the way people are like are just sporting people or just academic people and they start they they think that is the way of life and they start saying well you know i kind of have succeeded in I don't know working out. Let me apply these eight principles of doing push-ups to raising your kids, and you're just like, ah, okay. There are some things that are universal, right? Like discipline, you know, like sticking with a goal, um, you know, clear expectations, knowing what you want, that are universal and help you succeed somewhat in any aspect of life. But uh, it was uh, what Socrates uh, was it saying. Everybody who's anything will kind of tell you that they that they know everything about it like look I'm an actor and uh, as a successful actor let me tell you how to I'm a wise kind of guy etc cetera, etc cetera. so I feel like some of that is what's going on in this book here what do you think Jada do you want to run our household like a CEO I already do <laughs> <laughs> so why to be like the department that nobody that everybody forgot and then like what, is that you yeah yeah all right sweet you and your stapler <laughs> down in the basement. I feel like I haven't received my paycheck. <laughs> I, I thought that some of the stuff that she suggested, I was like, okay, for somebody who, like her, who whose brain works that way and organization and charting things out, you know, is an efficient way to see the world and to do things. Yeah. Yeah, it probably works for her. But for somebody who doesn't, have an affinity for that or hasn't been practiced at that i think that it's not gonna it seems like more work you know to yeah. to or the organizing of the life that she puts forth <laughs> seems like more work than just doing the life you know if it's not something that you're already super adept at yeah i agree yeah i mean it's it kind of reminds me of our children and like i think in some ways they are like me and then in some ways they're not uh, you know, we kind of joke about it. It's like sometimes we're like, wow, that's it sure sounds like you. And we're like, man, I don't like that aspect of me. Or is that what I sound like? I didn't know that, that that's how I have been coming off this whole time. That seems very annoying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, but it works the other way, too, is that like if you're imposing upon them your way of thinking about the world, of viewing the world or organizing information, then you're kind of hoping that that lines up with the way you do it. Right. Because if that works out, it's the same way. You and your son, you and your daughter like making jokes and kind of laugh at the same kind of silly jokes 
we like poop jokes. Um, you know, it kind of works out, but there's always one kid that's like, yeah, that's just not funny to me. I don't get it, you know? It sometimes it happened like that with me and my brother. <laughs> <laughs> me and my brother, <laughs> like, we would laugh at some things, and then our youngest brother, he just didn't really get it, and we'd call him the joke killer. It's like, whatever, you're always killing a joke. But, like, my brother... Uh, my my two brothers and my dad would joke about some things, and then like me and my mom would look at each other, and we were just like, uh, "That's just not funny." And so, you know, whatever. That's that's just, you know, categories of humor. But if you're like, no, the way to organize information, the way we're gonna organize our day is via spreadsheet. That's great if all your kids organize their information that way. But you got the one kid that's like, "This sounds stupid. I don't like that." Um, you're just gonna have some conflict. You know, so you, yeah. You know, I don't know how you, how you deal with that situation. We think they're true. Yeah. So you're saying you have to tailor your management style to your yeah. team members. Is that, is that theory X, theory <laughs> Y? <laughs> but yeah, oh, that man. is that is the case that way. Um, and then also like to the, to their level of experience. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. Can't put a spread put a spreadsheet in front of my toddler. And they don't know what's going on. Definitely not. Go look squares. You got to get them through orientation uh, first. One, bring them up to speed. To <laughs> <laughs> supposed to color these in. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah, I think she's gonna have robot kids or <laughs> the most rebellious kids in the universe. Like probably one of each. The wrecked world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it reminds me of that uh, kid, that little workout kid. He was like the mini bodybuilder. He's like yeah. seven years old. He's just some flabby guy now. He's like 30 years old. He's just a flabby dude. He's like, uh, yeah, I kind of... How anticlimactic. Yeah, he's like, I don't like working out. It he turned so out much like everyone else. <laughs> I don't want to work <laughs> out anymore, man. <laughs> and he's probably also like a foot shorter than he should have been. <laughs> yeah, for real. Mm-hmm. like, damn it. Did you know that various cities in this nation will pay you, you know, around 10 grand to move there? That's Pro- it? Provided that you have like a remote working job. And then you'll buy a house there within like a year's time. Are they going to give you the house for cheap? No. Some of it are like in-kind things. Like they'll give you like coupons to like Starbucks or something like that. Some will just say, here's $5,000 cash. Um, And this is uh, apparently a thing. So like Northwest Arkansas, you know, like home of maybe some racism, some sundown towns. But also Walmart, you know. (laughs) So... So some of them are saying ten thousand dollars, but it's actually ten thousand dollars in coupons to Walmart, yeah, or to the None. KKK. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, half fifty uh, percent off your, off your first. Yeah, <laughs> half off white sheets at Walmart. And old Jim Bob's, uh, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Jim Bob's dry cleaning. So when you want your sheets sparkling white, yeah, when you're on your reins of terror. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that, that's the thing. There's a site. I, I forget what it's called exactly. I'm looking it up. I, I posted it somewhere. It doesn't here. sound like a very good deal. I mean, but it's not been a deal. It's called MakeMyMove.com. I mean, I could be convinced to move to some places I wouldn't otherwise move, but it's got to be a sweeter deal than that. Yeah, there was an article, I think, in The Atlantic where they were exploring that, like, cities have been doing this. I think the most successful city was uh, the city that did it first, and that was Tulsa. And Tulsa also had the unique advantage of being a relatively big city with like a downtown sort of like a thriving scene and so they got the national pub for doing it and you know they got a, a handful of people that applied for the the thing and they, they moved there and they kind of enjoy it uh everybody else there's like some town in michigan i saw 
um, like Morgantown, West Virginia, which sounds kind of cool if you're like an outdoorsy person and you also like college football. You can go watch the Mountaineers play. Uh, they're often t- offering twenty grand worth of moving incentives. So there you go, pay off a credit card or something. You know, does that include <laughs> good Wi-Fi? Yeah, that's uh, some of it. They'll list their Wi-Fi things. I think there's a. Wi-Fi ratings on their like makemymove.com like our Wi-Fi you can get you know thousand uh, gigabytes here uh, you know our average home cost is X and that kind of thing you can look at it I think I'd rather go get me one of those dollar houses in Italy or whatever's going on yeah I was there. gonna say in like Greece and Italy like doing yeah like real nice stuff take one of those I have a get a villa for free yeah isn't that kind of weird? Just and like, then the whole village hates you. For <laughs> more people than that, have but. ever lived alive right now, right? More right now, and there's some places in this world where they're like, "Please come live here," and everybody's like, "Nah, man, <laughs> no, <laughs> thank you." Nay, like Mississippi. Nay, I say, I don't know. If there's a Mississippi town, but anyway, so there's an Arkansas one. I didn't see a Texas one. I'm gonna try and get Laurel on here, but they're not gonna do it. <laughs> Please move to Laurel. That's uh yeah so th- there you go in case you're you're thinking about making a move if you have a remote kind of gig already and you just you know you're gonna buy a house I think those are like the things there the requirements. Dude, the Shoals, Alabama is on here. That's a that's a cool area. Well, not cool enough for people to move there on their own. Some they need that's incentives. Wild. Yeah. Well, I mean, you live in Laurel. You're not over there in the Shoals, are you? You know. Explain no. yourself, Dale. How come you don't live in the Shoals? Because my family <laughs> lives in Laurel, and that's where I moved back to. Well, go look them all in the eye and say, "Come on, family, let's go down to the Shoals." You know, yeah. let's, let's collect. On all these get incentives. it. All get ten thousand. <laughs> hey, I might ask them that. <laughs> let's all collect on these incentives here. Yeah, uh, you know, speaking of family and COVID and uh, sort of moving around, we went to SeaWorld San Antonio. Uh, not last week. Was it last week? Week before last. Yeah, week before. Yeah. It was hot. I swear, man, that the primary revenue stream for all SeaWorlds is, like, beat the heat style schemes and not necessarily look at this animal that we tortured into doing a jump here. Uh, which is cool. I gotta say, they did some good torturing because Shamu sure can't jump high, you know? Yeah. Um, quality torturing going on there. Uh, but yeah, there's you're walking around there and you're, you're like, we got ice. It's like seventeen dollars. We got this portable fan. It's you know one hundred fifty-two thousand dollars. And you're like, oh man, <laughs> I can get a loan right now. You know, <coughs> my, my credit's pretty good. I can get a loan to get this uh, portable fan. It's hot. Uh, Gina, what, what was your takeaway of SeaWorld this time? Uh. The yeah, the AC exhibits are the place to be. Oh you man! Could stare at a dolphin's butt all day. <laughs> and uh, the the food scams, I totally go for it because when you're hungry, and again, more AC to be had. Yeah. Um, I'll pay twenty dollars for a slice of cafeteria style pizza. Yeah, uh, that oh. that cafeteria, like most things, that taste bad, but when you're hungry, those first three bites are delicious. Delicious, delicious. But then that fourth bite, you're like, man, this is just cafeteria pizza. This yeah. is bullshit. You know, <laughs> they got me again for thirty dollars. But it's all you can eat. But I don't want to eat anymore. Yeah, that's the scam. You don't want to eat no more of that. <laughs> um, but, you know. So then, 
we did. We were walking around. It was hot. We were like melting. Uh, I got like 80 shades darker. But we went. There's like the Dolphin Cove, whatever. So we just kind of walked down there, and like uh, my mom came with us, right? She was with their our newborn. He was chilling out. We had a portable fan for him, you know. He was yeah, he cool. had it made. Yeah. So we went down in there, and man, that AC hit, and I was like, "This is." I think I found heaven, and it is looking at <laughs> dolphins' butts, like Gina said, and then you know, just like the feet of various animal trainers here, because you're like looking at the whatever people that paid like two hundred bucks to go feed the dolphin something. Uh, but I was like, man, this is it. So I had to go. I was like, mom, you got to come experience this. It's seventy-two degrees in this place. You know what I mean, and we we're out there in the ninety-degree, ninety-five degree heat. Felt like ninety-seven. All of it was, you know, expected. We we expected all that, but you know, at the end, you just yeah. Leave. It's not so bad when you're mentally prepared. Yeah, we we went and in. have a hat. <laughs> I went in to it. I was like, I got to get a good night's rest because we're gonna go to SeaWorld. It's going to be hot. We got to come, you know, light clothing. I think we were seriously drained for like four days after yes. that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was. I I was telling people, too. They're like, oh, I was going to call you. Like, my work was like, I don't know. My laptop died. And my work was like, we're going to schedule a pickup. And I was like, look, don't call me tomorrow. I'm not. I'm going to go into SeaWorld. And not only am I not going to answer the phone while I'm looking at Shamu jump, right? I, um but also, like, the next day, probably don't call me then, too, because I'm going to be, like, tired from that. <laughs> and I was. I was very tired from it. Like, you're just kind of, like, just, you know, recovering, basically. Yeah. Someone All of us. Of you. Young and old. Like, my mom's, like, I text her. What's going on? She's like, uh, I just need to lay down for a few more days. <laughs> like, I, I believe it, Mom. I believe it. So there you go. Uh, COVID. Go to SeaWorld. <laughs> well, <laughs> there's apparently SeaWorld's making a killing right now. I was reading in the paper yeah. that like SeaWorld San Antonio, like not just the they San Antonio were. locations, but all the all their locations. Everybody was like, "Man, we already been to the zoo. Let's we can go to SeaWorld now. It's summer. Let's try it." You know, like you know, restrictions are lifting. Yeah, we can finally do stuff. Yeah, they they were a little bit like masked indoors. I don't know. We like I said, we we felt like it was fine because we were just kind of outside the whole time. Some people were a little too free with it, but uh, um, you know, whatever. We fed the with the seals or something. Yeah, the sea little, lions. Uh, I can't even think of the fed name. Fed them for herring. <laughs> what is the uh, what is the name of the? I can't think of it. Charlie and Chocolate Factory. We saw one of those like awful kids, the version of kid uh, that like was there, a like Veruca Salt. Yeah, oh, mom, yeah. I yeah. want to be the I want to be the seals. Mom, she like pulled her arm like the kid. Pulled her mom. Forced her mother. Mom, buy this, buy that fish for me, mom. I want to feed the seal. I was like, yeah, and she did that. it. Yeah, she did it, and she was taking pictures. She's just so cute. She just wants to feed, you know, wow. the spotted one yeah. and whatever. Yeah. So I was just like, this is all <laughs> terrible here. But our kids are nice. Our kids are amazing and precious and ask smart questions. <laughs> and they're the best kids ever. <laughs> like no Thank kid Alex. ever before. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. We went to Sea World. It was hot. God, goodness, it's hot. Never was that your first time going to SeaWorld? No, I mean you you kind of first time in like 2 years. It's one of those things you do every few years and then you need a break long know. enough to forget that you did that and yeah. Then you're willing to I mean, go. And probably again. you got to go earn some money, right? You're like, "Well, yeah, I'm broke. Cause you I got to get out of debt now." You have then, to pay uh, <laughs> for kids over I think the age of 3. Yeah. And Dang. it's not cheaper than anyone else's ticket. 
Yeah. So say, this is you're seventy dollars for depending, that three-year-old. Yeah, depending yeah. on when you buy your ticket, you know the prices change uh, daily or whatever. But if you just walk up and buy tickets, you're paying like sixty dollars a person. Wow! And if you've got a three-year-old with you, that that three-year-old costs sixty I mean, bucks. It's very much like any theme park, right? So you go and you're like, parking's twenty-five dollars, but we got the upgraded parking. That's another you know twenty five dollars yeah you want to be closer they know that you want to pay a little bit more for convenience and as you're being broken down throughout we did not get five hour the more expensive parking but they have it yeah as i was walking back and my feet were melting on the asphalt and i was carrying my second (laughs) child in my arms and sweat was pouring down my chest i was thinking Man, I could have probably ponied up twenty five more dollars for a close parking. <laughs> What's twenty five dollars? Yeah, you know. And that's how they get you because the next time you go, they're like, "Hey, you want to upgrade?" And you yeah. think back as you were like, oh, "I can make it! I can make it!" Uh, you know, you're like, "Well, maybe, maybe it's not so bad," you know. So, all those convenience purchases. Uh, Gino's over here is like, "Don't you want to pay for the dolphin petting experience?" With bottled your water. Like it was so hot. I think I drank like five bottled waters that day that i bought like i kept having to buy another cold bottle of water and it's you know like a regular small dasani for like five bucks or something yeah so like every time another one and i was like i don't care how much I it mean, costs give like, it to right. me sure you can go but find yeah we probably water fountain. we spent the college fund fountain? yeah or you can buy that's what i'm saying it's just right there can you bring anything in any drinks or anything about for me no drink? i think it was no outside drinks no. You can't for kids. Yeah. Like, kids are always, like, the... Exception. Yeah, the loophole. Right. But that's the thing, right? Like, yeah, you can... I think we brought Baby's in our water bottle. Like in case a, you could hear our, that. You know, you could bring in your Camelback water bottle. But right. you're going to drink all that up if you're there longer right. than an hour, you know? And so after you drink that up, where are you going to refill it? You're going to go find that filling station? Really? Or are you going to just buy this $5 Dasani that is nice and cold? And it's right, right. here, buddy. And you're like, okay, I'll get it. And then, you know, again, you can't just get one. It's like, here you go, mom. Here you go, wife. Here you go, child. Because you got to get the kids ones, you know. Right. And everybody's getting water. And so then you're drinking it, and then they're like, well, can I have an ice cream? And you're like, fine, I guess. You can have stupid ice cream or whatever. <laughs> uh, but, you know, that's how they get you. We knew that going in. We were prepared. We had been there. We yeah. took, like, we didn't take our kids the last time we went, like, two, three years ago. But we took our our nephews there it was the same kind of deal and i think before that the last time i went i was like a kid like i was being taken and nobody was taking you know so there you go it's just theme park stuff you're like hey look at look at the seal jumping you know being t- told to do stuff pretending like it's in high school or whatever whatever this whole thing is <laughs> i mean you explained it it sounds stupid like oh yeah it's like a it has to pretend it's you know getting its uh fulfilling its credits by singing a song, how stupid! But look at it, do it. You know what I mean? Like, hey, jump! And it's like, wow, it jumps in the water. Like, all right, there you go. <laughs> Was that worth the sixty bucks? Is that worth the trek across the the you know molten lava asphalt? Was it? Was it, children? Anyway, <laughs> they had a good time. Everybody had a good time. We were just tired at the end of the day. Um, it so reminds yeah. me of a Jim Gaffigan joke. I was rewatching one of his specials recently, yeah. and he's talking about how he loves to take his children and you know wife uh, along on his travels. So they've been like all over the world, and they were in like Japan and China. And he asked one of his kids on the flight back home what their favorite part was 
like they saw the great wall they saw all this amazing stuff and the kid was like oh remember when we saw that chicken he's like (laughs) yeah because one day we were stuck in traffic for like an hour beside a truck full of chickens (laughs) and that was his favorite part (laughs) that's awesome Yeah, kids are kind of like that. Not the wonder of the world over here. Yeah, all the money you spent to get them there and the food they probably got to try. No, it wasn't that. No. I mean, that's, that's, how, that's how the kids go. I think uh, I vaguely remember being, there's like a picture of me somewhere when I was a kid at SeaWorld. And they had like these metal strollers that were like shaped like dolphins or something. I don't know. It was like made out of aluminum, which is a silly thing because I remember having to keep my hands and arms inside because if I reached out to touch it, it would melt off. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, you know, cause, uh, it was, it was metal. I think you remember that too, Gina, right? Cause it's, I do. Yeah, it's not just me. I remember saying that. I don't know <laughs> when they got rid of them. Uh, cause I was looking around after like, Where are all those death traps, the I see third degree here. burn lawsuits they had to deal with. But then that was also at a time when like all playgrounds were made out of metal. Yeah, everything was metal. And I remember going down the slide. And kids were tough, and we knew how to take a fall. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I didn't enjoy it, but I just knew how to prepare for it. Like, I got to wear these jeans because I'm going to get on the slide. They're like, it's so hot out. Don't you want to wear shorts? Like, no, because I want to get on the slide. <laughs> so I got to wear my pants because <laughs> I don't want my skin to burn off. I did that last time. You kids know? were tough, and we didn't complain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there you go. There you go. Dell, take your kids to SeaWorld, I guess. Or not. I'll think about <laughs> it. You did not convince me yeah. with your story. That didn't work for you? <laughs> I mean, I didn't You want start to, saving now. By the time your kid's three, you <laughs> might is a little be bit prepared uh, for all the money they're going to rob you of. It is. I was. I mean, I was like, I don't want to go to SeaWorld. They're like torturing these animals. I don't like the zoo. I feel like that's torturous too. But uh, let me tell you, when your kid lights up in wonder at seeing Shamu, Jumping out and the water. And they're all curious. They and ask like, questions. Wow. And you're like, oh, they want to learn. Yeah, that, that, that you can see it in their face, that moment, that in this moment, they were genuinely appreciative of that. That was a spectacle. And you're like, well. And they, they still they bad. still talk about it now. Our eldest at any time since that day, <laughs> she has smelled fish anywhere, like at the store. Uh, she's <laughs> like, hey, it smells like... Uh, the fish we fed the sea lions or <laughs> the penguin exhibit. This smells like that. I open a can of sardines. Hey, it smells like the penguins, mom. <laughs> like, that's not appetizing, but thanks uh, for remembering. I mean, so SeaWorld went from, I think we went a couple years ago when they were like, hey, uh, you know, we, you may have saw that documentary Blackfish. And I just want you to know that we are, uh, we, we love these animals. We treat them right and stuff. And now they've kind of got a sophisticated message about that. And so we actually were sprinting across the park to get to the Shamu thing, right? You know, the, the uh, orcas, the uh, killer whale exhibit when they do that part. So we got in there. We, like, went up to the top. I was holding the kid over my head, sweat dripping down. And, uh, you know, they were, like, in the middle of, like, some video. And I don't know. My kid was, like, watching the video too long. I was like, look at the whales, man. Jeez. Um, <laughs> screens <laughs> yeah there's just like oh like there's like a little puppy look at they're looking at the, don't quit looking at the puppy look at the whales um but yeah they're you know they're like and we just want to know that a sustainable world starts with us it starts with us it starts with us you know like the little montage of people re- 
reading the script at you. Um, and so they're doing that, and I was like, I don't remember this from the last time. Before, they were just like, hey, look at Shamu. Look at him do this. We beat him until he did it right uh, or whatever, you know. And uh, now they're just like, we love him, and the only way to protect him is to make him do flips. Uh, so Yeah, they have to say that now because yeah. he started beating them back. And yeah. yeah. They got to watch their asses. <laughs> Make me jump against you. We love him and we care and <laughs> and we respect uh, his eight-hour we you know work day eight to five. And he then gets after breaks that, when he needs them. Time, you know, Shamu gets a smoke break now. <laughs> um, so there you go. Uh, you know, you don't have to take your kids to Shamu to see any of that. I'm not. I don't think I want to take our kids to like Disney World. Yeah, no. Uh, I mean, maybe Universal. I, I don't want resorts, to. I not. just read something about that, saying that Universal is a way better place for kids. Disney's really better for adults now. Gross. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I just I don't want to see any of that. But there you go, ladies and gentlemen. We're we're about time. Yeah, we're just we just hit the time. Uh, do not forget, you could subscribe to our show. You go to the site derangedpenguin.com. Uh, you know, penguin, penguin with the W. Penguin with the W. Uh, if you have any feedback, you can, you know, like if you know me personally, you weirds, you can text me. But you can email the show, uh, you know, podcast at derangedpenguin.com. You can just let us know whatever it is that you want to let us know. Uh, you can get us on Twitter. Uh, we are on Instagram. We are. Uh, if you want to be on there, you can follow the show on any of those places. And I'm trying to do a better job of putting clips of the show on YouTube. So if you're if you wanted to look for us on YouTube, you might find snippets of the show there. Isn't it weird how YouTube's uh, still a thing? Yeah, it is a little bit. Yeah. I don't think it's gonna be for a long time. <laughs> we'll see about that. You don't think YouTube's gonna last, huh? Place your bets. No, okay. <laughs> They're going down. YouTube's over. <laughs> is there chief technologist Dell. Don't think so. <laughs> I tell you what, I don't know this uh YouTuber is gonna work, man. Okay. Uh, so there you go. You know, I I think they like as YouTube as a unit, they've made like a billion dollars, not a whole lot of money, but they've made a lot of money. Uh, but yeah, you can you can find us in any of those places. Let us know. Send it to your mom. Let her let her listen to it. That's all right. She's heard all these curse words before, man. It's not a big deal. Won't ruffle her feathers. She probably said these. I might. I probably heard these curse words from your mom. When you think about it, that is it. where we got it from. Yeah, your mom was definitely the butt our- amoeba. Our Facebook, yeah, she's yeah. That's gross, man. I know. <laughs> It'd be for the moms, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mom's definitely on Facebook. Let me get on Facebook. Yeah, when people start a sentence with, "Yeah, I was," uh, what's her face said on Facebook, and then I'm like, "Ah, oh, okay," and then just kind of tune out. <laughs> All right, time to sit back, <laughs> think about something else. Um, yeah, but you can find us at any of those places. Uh, let us know. We try to do this every week for like about six weeks, and then we take a little break, and then we come back. We took a little break, and some of that was just because Dell got the vid, but you know, it worked out. Double purposes, dual purpose. Yep. Break. Dell experimented, got the COVID. Let us know what it does. It's an ongoing out. experiment. Yeah, it is. All right, and with that, we. Are bye. Done.